All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to That Local Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney. This is Tyler. Hello, everybody. We have a very special guest, Jean. Do Hello. We, do you go by Shamer still? Jean Shamer. Okay. Yes. All right. Jean Shamer. She is a longtime resident here in Adrian. She has done many, many things throughout her life, and we would like to dive in and uh, get, get started to know a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Jean, Thank you. thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. She, Jean is actually going to be our photographer at our wedding. Yes. For those that don't know, we are getting married. So that's kind of how Jean got wrapped up in this little whole podcast scheme here, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> we sucked her in. I, the vortex is pulling me. <laughs> right. It is, yes. it is pulling. We're stoked to have you, though. Thank we you. Are. I'm so yes. excited to be yes. here. Jean, did you always live around here? Did you grow up here? Yeah, I was born and raised on a farm a um, couple miles out of Adrian. Okay. My grandfather actually was born and raised in Austria, and he oh. fought in World War I, wow. and after the war, mm-hmm. he decided to make a new life for himself. Things were pretty d- difficult there. Sure. And, and so he got sponsored to come over here by his uncle, uh-huh. and he he met my grandmother in New York. They met in a boarding house for immigrants. She was from Hamburg, Germany, came to the United States for similar Whoa. reasons. Yeah. They both spoke German, and I guess that That's was enough. A- That's awesome. <laughs> so they got married, and, and then huh. they had the opportunity to come out here in Homestead. When the Owyhee Dam was put in in wow. the 30s, mm-hmm. they were offering parcels of land to people who wanted to come and give, Live here. give it a yeah, shot and yeah. see if they could make it work. And so he was able to get in on that they came out here, and the farm that I grew up on is near Mendiola Road, mm-hmm. right okay. right below Brown Butte. Wow. And he saved up enough money to buy a tractor and some equipment, and he pulled the sagebrush off of that farm, and mm-hmm. then he laid Went the ditches. He laid the ditches, and wow. those, those, those old concrete ditches mixed yeah. with gravel are still up there to this day. That is wow. cool. And that's the that's start that, the, that my family had from that side here on, wow. my, on my mom's side her family grew up in northern idaho and i got to experience some really fun trips up there yeah, as well as a child yeah, it's super wow. pretty up there too it's beautiful we love it what part of northern idaho uh near lewiston cottonwood mm, okay that kind of yeah, area i like it out yeah, there. and she grew nice. up on a farm out there too so the agricultural roots for me run pretty deep yeah yeah, yeah. that is so cool so growing up were you, were you always helping out with the farm stuff or you know, was, was that kind of done as you were coming up well, my father also farmed, mm-hmm. and now my brother is third generation on oh, the farm. Oh, neat. Um, he was definitely part of the farm help, yeah. and I remember pulling weeds. <laughs> 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 Not my favorite chore, but sure. um, I had a really cool childhood. It was um, very peaceful, and uh-huh. I grew up out there on the farm. My parents homeschooled us, oh, Okay. and so I had a really quiet unique childhood that sure i i cherish a lot of the memories from that i was able to be creative i loved to draw and paint and i loved raising animals i was especially fond Mm. of birds and (laughs) (laughs) raised ducks chickens Uh turkeys geese adopted some pheasants that lost their mother it was always a fun thing and we had a really fun time running around barefoot on the farm all summer yeah. long yeah. and it was just it was a really your best life yes yeah that it was, is so cool it was peaceful and beautiful and lots to do lots and less amounts yes. yes yeah so you were k through 12 you were homeschool well i actually went to adrian for the first 
three well, through the third grade. Okay, okay. So and then my parents then made the decision to to. You were like, nope, no more home. school for did me. Did you like I want being be homeschooled? Home I did. I did like it. Um, I. I'm a little bit unconventional, so some of the stuff, <laughs> you know, structured, super sure. structured stuff yeah. in school, I liked a little bit more of that flexibility. Yeah, of, yeah. We, of course. We got to learn, but we also got to explore a lot. So yeah. that Homeschool helped. definitely gives parents that opportunity to kind of spice up the whole school thing. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. I mean, and you, you're allowed to explore your creativity without, I mean... My problem with today's school structures is too structured, yes. right? Yes. It almost zaps the fun out of, of being yourself and being unique. So that's awesome that you had that opportunity to, to do that. Yeah, I think a lot of that influence. Um, another thing about being homeschooled, uh, we weren't around a lot of people when I was growing up. And as I got older, I found that that gave me a natural curiosity and love for people and an interest in people. I mm. think the fact that I wasn't around them all the time and overwhelmed mm -hmm. with a lot of negative things, negative influences in my life, I think I was able to see people in a different light and found them interesting and yeah. I wanted to know sure. more. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Yeah, in school I definitely learned different, a little slower, super hands-on, so I like the idea of homeschooling because you can kind of mm -hmm teach based on what each kid needs rather than in school it's just this is how we're going to teach you you either get it or you don't if you don't better luck next time right and there's a lot of kids that fall through the cracks with that i think um it, it, it can it can happen with homeschooling too it's, yeah. it's, sure. it depends on how it's done mm -hmm. but for me it i definitely think it shaped a lot of the things that made me who i am today. yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool so after kind of high school or graduation, if you will, where, what did you go? Where did you do? So I got married really young. I was, I met my ex-husband who mm. is still a, a, a good friend of mine. Well, that's good. And, but we, we grew in different directions eventually, yeah. but we were very young. We got married and I had my babies pretty young too. I was 24 by the time I had all oh four my gosh, of my that is kiddos. Young. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. wild. And it was it was a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> um those years were um years that I cherished but they were also a bit of a blur. Oh yeah. I imagine so. That's a lot happening very quickly. It was a yeah. lot. <laughs> Man. So did what age were you when you did get married? I was 18. Wow. That's young. Yes. For sure. <laughs> I was a baby. <laughs> I can't imagine. Um were any of your kids homeschooled? I, I know most of them. Yes. I did homeschool my kids through, um, let's see, my oldest daughter, Larray, through the, her, the start before she started her freshman year. But at a certain point, I, I was able to teach them certain things, but it is, at, a, at a certain point, I felt like it was time for them to go into a public education system sure. for not only the social aspect, but also there were things that, I couldn't really teach them, teach them yeah. mm -hmm. properly, and I wanted them to have the knowledge so that if they wanted to do something mm -hmm. different, that they had those options to explore and branch out. And That's awesome. I think it was a good decision because um, they're all, you know, they, they got to have a variety of experiences. They, yeah. they had mm -hmm. the, the homeschooling yeah. experience, but they also got the flip side of the coin, and, and they sh my kids have shared with me that they really enjoyed their experience going to school and having, you know, being able to experience sure. the things that 
they wouldn't have there. if they yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly and they've all gone and done different things with their all lives so it's super yes. cool super really neat actually um what after your kids were all you had all your kids like what you've done a lot of odd jobs throughout your life yes. like what was the first like real kind of odd job that you did so while I was homeschooling the kids, I didn't really work. That was a pretty much a full-time yeah. job. Sure. Yeah. But definitely. once they transitioned into school, I realized, you know, I would like to be able to figure a way to make a living, sure. you know, to help support mm-hmm. all of that. And so I started, I think I limited myself a little bit thinking that I wasn't going to be able to do anything with myself because I didn't have a college education. I think I sort of had that, had that yeah. in my head. And so I started thinking about what I could do that worked around that. Mm-hmm. And the, the first thing that I started doing was um, I took a, a waitressing job. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. I, I got to be around people. My coworkers were fun. It was a happy atmosphere and I really I felt like it was a natural fit for me I love to be of service to other people yeah. and uh, to do that and then get paid for it that was pretty You're cool like, this is best of both <laughs> worlds I yeah. like this this That's is really awesome. cool so that was my first kind of really um, structured job and then I also started cleaning houses okay mm. I did that for a while okay and that helped me um, afford some camera equipment yeah. and some yeah, of that stuff yeah. so uh, how did, did you oh, no, go ahead did you have interest in photography um before you really like got into it i guess not really it's kind of funny i i was always an artist i've always loved to draw and paint mm-hmm. and write but the photography aspect came into play a little bit later um i had drawn a bighorn sheep tag <laughs> in 2008 uh-huh. and my ex-husband and I went out and were scouting for all these sheep and mm-hmm. he said you know if we need to get a nice camera so we yeah. can take pictures this is a yeah. once in a lifetime hunt and so he bought this camera that um, it, it was a, a nice camera and um, we used it for taking pictures of the sheep hunt uh-huh. and afterward and I did get a a ram. It, I, was, it was pretty, pretty. There's that a was picture a, of you around here somewhere with that, I believe. It, it was a really ama- an amazing trip, and it was yeah. something that I'll always remember fondly, getting to see the Hawaii's like that and getting to see an animal like that out in its natural element was really yeah, an cool. incredible experience. That's awesome. But after all of that, the camera was sitting there, and I thought, oh, I've got, I want to play with this thing. Mm-hmm. This is fun. I'll take some pictures of the kids. And um, one day my sister came over and she brought her little girls and there was this big beautiful storm that was brewing in the background Mm -hmm. and I took a picture of her little daughter and she had this platinum shiny blonde hair and she Mm. this beautiful storm in the back and I took it and my sister loved it and and uh, I was excited about the image too yeah this is this is really cool and it kind of sparked my interest in maybe I can do more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um Someone from church was getting married and asked me, she saw the picture, she knew I had a camera. She said, will you take pictures at our wedding? And I said, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to? I, if you want free pictures and I can't guarantee how they'll turn out, mm-hmm. then I will do that for you. Yeah. And 
she said yes. So I did, and the pictures were pretty, and they, um, I, was, I found that I enjoyed not knowing exactly what's going to happen, the unpredictability yeah. of the wedding day, rolling with the all flow of, of things. The flow yeah. of things. And I loved all the details and, and the love that I could see between people. And I had so much fun shooting that wedding. And so after, shortly after I proofed out the photos for her, she started sharing the pictures. And I started getting phone calls. Hey, <laughs> do, you, do you take pictures? And I'm like, well, not, not professionally. I'm just doing this. I feel like I've kind of like dabbled in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of dabbled a little bit, but I'm not really sure what I'm doing. And people said, well, I... I want you to take my son's senior pictures or my daughter's and, yeah. and I'd charge him 50 bucks or yeah, do a freebie. Sure. And, and I thought, maybe I should build up a little a portfolio mm-hmm. and see what I can get going. Yeah. So I did. And the more I shot, I felt like the more I was clicking in with it, <laughs> pun intended, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then eventually... I had someone ask me to shoot another wedding that was going to be in a church. And I realized the equipment that I had was not suitable for a church wedding with different challenging lighting. So I decided that I was going to buy a professional camera, professional Mm -hmm. lens, Mm -hmm. and do it right. And so I started obsessively researching YouTube, different forums, um, how things worked yeah, different ideas and techniques lights, yeah what? and for for editing techniques and photoshop uh, all that stuff and i started kind of really getting dialed in and obsessed with it like this is something i want to learn and by the time the wedding rolled around i felt like i had a pretty firm grasp on what to do good idea. it wasn't perfect but i was learning and that was a really great learning experience for me sure. and that sort of set the stage then the path just started to to flow with yeah. with more opportunities. Yeah. What That's brand did you end up going with? Nikon. Nikon? Yes. Nice. I'm a Nikon guy I was myself. like, is that what you have? Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So I have a Z, that's what's filming us, right? It's a Z7. Great so. minds think alike, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Canon's great, too. I honestly feel like you can do a lot with any modern system. Oh, There's such dude, great so nuts. technology. And but Nikon was what I learned and settled in with. And it's probably what I'll stay with. Yeah. Um, unless there's a really great reason to change. Yeah. I'm probably going to switch to Sony cameras for f- recording because they, they are phenomenal when I've it comes to recording really, video. really good things about that. Nikon, I love for pictures. Nikon yes. is next level. Like You can't, uh, you can't beat the Z7's fo- photos That's, when it comes to that stuff. Like It's crazy how detailed it is. Yeah. But, but video-wise, I like it. I think it's great. It does its thing, but it eh, could be better. Obviously, well, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. There is. It's Just as a matter of how much you want to spend, right? That's right. <laughs> That's yeah, right. those things are not cheap. No, definitely <laughs> not. Oh, uh, what type of Nikon do you use? I use uh, D750, mm, and, okay. and I'm going to be upgrading soon. I have several cameras, but that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. But um, soon I'll be upgrading to okay. something a little better. I, I haven't neat. decided exactly specifically which one I want to get go with, but uh-huh. probably in the next six months I'm going to. That's awesome. Going to jump to one. Yeah. Yeah, Very I cool. love mine. Mine, my Z7 is awesome. I actually had a D750 as well before. I got this one, but I broke my 750, which is why I got this one. Well, so, you up, you upgraded. I so did. That's good. <laughs> it was a big upgrade. And wow. I love how 
the further along we get with technology, the lighter the cameras are getting, the smaller, the more responsive they're. Yeah. The, I mean, that camera's tiny compared to tiny. the cameras that they used to have. Yes. I mean, the lens is half more is bigger than the camera usually. Which yep. Is crazy. It's pretty awesome. What the way that they have kind of constantly kept things going. The trap is you want the newest and latest every oh, yeah. time. <laughs> but every time they come out with one. I, I found that my trick is to buy the model just past the newest one, and yep. it seems to be a little bit more affordable. It's more affordable at mm-hmm. that time, right? And you can always get away with not just using Nikon lens. You can go with a Sigma yeah. or a, or a different market. type brand that's way cheaper, does the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. That's great. And it's all in the lens, really, when it comes to photography. It is. It's and I have one in particular that yeah. is my absolute favorite. What's your go-to? The uh, 70 to 200. Ooh. I love that. It's yes. got the most beautiful, creamy background blur, mm-hmm. and it's very razor sharp. It's really responsive. The focus is awesome. great. It, and that it is a tank. But the other thing is you have nice biceps after using <laughs> it. It gives you a workout. Lugging that thing around all day. What? My mic down? Yeah, it's kind of loud. Okay. Can do. Keep going. Sorry. It's been bugging me. (laughs) Maybe you just headphones need to be down. (laughs) No, I can hear you um, chewing on your your thing. A little ASMR. Yeah, I like can hear them every time and then I can hear them breathing and I'm like, okay, I think it's a little loud. (laughs) (laughs) You're a goofball. (laughs) Uh, Okay. 70 to 200, that's a solid lens. It is. So you like to kind of shoot a little bit from a distance almost. Yes, and one of the reasons specifically that I like that in addition to a fixed lens or one that's a little, forces you to be a little closer, is I find that if I'm too close to my subject sometimes, particularly when it comes to events, Mm -hmm. that they're a little nervous or intimidated by the camera. Definitely. And I've found that if I can stand back a little bit and just allow everything to uh, unfold naturally, that I end up with real moments instead of somebody like stiffening up and looking at the camera and fake smile. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to see that real smile when they're having a conversation and see that sparkle in their eye. I want to see the, the real essence of that person with my lens and i feel like i am more effective at that when i stay back so you can bit. almost hide in the shadows That's if fair. you will i'm kind People of a creeper get a little camera shy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just I'm like that creeper a little creeper in the, in the corner the over there yeah like the eyes by at the wedding like where's jean oh found her oh she's in the bushes <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that's really neat i mean and you always you get a much different perspective when you step away from a scene versus being in the middle of it so. that's what it feels like as well i i really do f- think that the my most favorite images that i've captured have been from further away and I love that I can zoom in really close, and it mm-hmm. looks like I'm right there, but yeah. it, it, I'm not affecting that person's energy or what they're doing. You're not in their immediate bubble, right. if you will. And there's nothing more intimidating than having a big camera stuck in your yeah. face. Yeah. You know, it's like, especially if you're not comfortable in front of a camera. Right. Yeah. And I find that a lot of times certain wedding guests, like let's say grandparents or, or mm. someone who's more reserved or shy, don't want to be captured. They don't want to yeah. be captured, but when. I'm standing back, it's less intrusive, and it, I can get those real moments a mm-hmm. lot more effectively. That's awesome. That's neat. I do like that. And how did you, how did you kind of come up with that style? Did you kind of always start there, or did you uh, create that from just noticing things throughout your other shoots? I think it was always my approach. You just started I right there. I think it always felt more natural to, especially with my 
um, events, weddings, documentary type photographs, mm -hmm. I always felt that that was more my style. Okay. I, I, I had an opportunity last spring to shoot something that was really unique and it made a pretty big impression on me and that approach definitely helped me yeah. capture what I wanted to get. Okay. I, I had a man reach out to me. His mother had passed away. Oh. She was from Vietnam. Uh -huh. And he invited me to shoot the funeral. Interesting. Ooh. I had never done that before. Yeah, interesting. And it was definitely the on the opposite spectrum of what I normally shoot, which is yeah. happy, joyous events. Sure. And I felt incredibly honored that he asked me to be a part of something so intimate for his family. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I really wanted to approach it with respect. Um, I went in not really knowing yeah. what to expect. I was thinking, okay, do they just want pictures of groupings of the family yeah. together afterward? Or the whole service. Or the whole service. People crying. Do they want... Yeah. How do I photos do this? Of it at a funeral? That's crazy. So I showed up at the funeral home, and I met him. He gave me a very warm handshake, and mm -hmm. I said, do you just want photos of the family afterward? He said, no. I want you to take pictures of what's happening. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Wow. So I was able to observe a funeral from another culture. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating to me how they expressed love and respect and grief. And uh, I could see that this woman was a treasure to the family. Yeah. The children, the grandchildren, all these generations were there paying respect to her. They were all crying. There were some different ceremonial aspects that were really beautiful. And... Honestly, it was such an honor, and it, it really stands out in my mind as one of the things that was a really special thing to be invited to to capture. That's amazing. And I think me being able to stand back and not be so up close and in, mm -hmm. in the face of these people who were grieving, but to be able to stay back further, give them an appropriate amount of space, and allow them to not feel intimidated by the camera. Yeah. I think that approach really worked. Was beneficial, it yeah. It really worked for, for that situation. And it also gave me a chance to really observe something that was not only sad, but also a nat natural rite of passage and a natural, yeah. Yeah. a natural part of life to watch it being handled in such a beautiful, respectful way. Mm -hmm. So well, that's... And that's interesting because your photo style is more of a documentary style type. Like you like to tell the story as it is. So I do. That's probably pretty unique for you and kind of fits right in your wheelhouse almost, if you will, being able it to does. tell that story. So that's that's really cool, actually. I, I feel really, really honored. Every, every event that I shoot to me is like, it's a gift, it's a blessing because I get invited into people's lives mm -hmm. on very special days and I get to celebrate that event in a way that is unique to each person. Yeah. And, and you're going to create memories that they can look back on. That's for one years of the things that brings me joy the yeah. most. Um, I've had people share pictures that I hadn't thought about for years that I took a long time ago, and maybe of mm -hmm. a loved one who had passed, or maybe a memory of a child who had graduated, or something special. And I had completely forgotten about it, but it w was special to that person. Yeah. I love being able to take part in helping preserve these beautiful mm -hmm. memories 
for people and their families. It's really, mm. it's really a passion of mine. That's yeah. amazing. You can clearly hear it in your voice Thank and how you, you talk about it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really powerful when you can find somebody who is, passionate who is in tune and passionate. Do, yeah. yeah. And really hear it. Thank you. Rather than just them saying it or them being about it, you can really hear it inside your voice. So that's really cool. And having that passion makes your pictures so much like more unique and special. And you care, right? Yeah. I care. I care. I, I really feel like my purpose here is to spread seeds of love and encourage love and celebrate it. Yeah. And anything that I can do that makes that possible is a really well, I think you're doing a, a fantastic job. Thank you. Yeah. We're super excited to have you take pictures mm. at our wedding. Or I cannot wait. Yeah, we're we, going to have so much fun. We were looking at your pictures and I was fun. like, these are amazing. They are. They are phenomenal pictures yeah. Tyler you. loves your little photo book too dude I was so he was so into it he's like we're getting one of those I'm like okay I can't wait to create yeah. one <laughs> see for me the wedding really didn't hit like that I'm getting married or anything like that until I saw that book really yeah that it, was the first time was... I'd heard him like obviously he's excited but it just yes. man, men are different when it comes to weddings they and are he came home and was all excited and he was like I pictured us in that book and things like that. that. Yeah, he was no. so excited, and I was like, "Oh, so you like still you're like you're excited to get married?" <laughs> He's like, "Of course." I was like, "Okay, this is just the most excitement I've seen." <laughs> that well, yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the the book was really cool because he was able to flip through, and it wasn't just the photos of them getting married. It was the photos of them walking like out in nature. It was because this particular one was in Joseph, I yes, believe it was that's right. right. Yeah, so it was just photos of the nature scene around. It was photos of them just doing things in nature. It was them getting ready. It was them, like, being raw and being real. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I was like, I can see this. This is cool. So yeah, he loved it. Just to have that visual was just Thank you. Amazing. And I'm really excited to capture you in an authentic way that shows mm. the love that you have. Yeah, we're super excited. Yeah, and you don't really do cookie cutter style mm. weddings, right? You're not doing no. big production type stuff. No. You're doing like down home, one on one. Yeah, I, I, st I used to do a lot of bigger events. I'd sure. um, big fancy church weddings, big mm -hmm. corporate events, all these different kinds of um, d more mainstream style weddings. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing at a certain point that I wasn't feeling the joy in those larger events. Mm -hmm. There was just too much chaos and people were stressed and mm. especially the bride and groom. The bride they and just groom can't enjoy themselves. Family yeah. stressed. There's three hundred guests and how do you keep track of everybody? And it I noticed that the, the energy there wasn't quite what I wanted. Mm. And so I started what I realized was I really enjoyed shooting backyard weddings or smaller, more intimate events, elopements, one-on-one -on -one with just a couple and an officiant. Um, those types of things, uh, more creative, offbeat type weddings were what really made my heart sing. I really enjoyed mm. that. And so I, when I redesigned my website a couple of years ago, I thought, I'm going to show off the types of weddings that I really felt connected to. Yeah. yeah. And so I laid it out like that. And oddly enough... I started attracting clients that were having those kinds of mm -hmm. weddings. And so it's been a really wonderful Love journey. Yeah. Yeah. I was super impressed with your website. Thank it's you. It's just very nicely laid out. The pictures you chose to display are awesome thank and you that yeah. was a labor of love in and of yes. itself yeah I, um, websites are hard to make and it's hard are. to figure things out and i think yours is 
it's portraying what you want to portray. Thank you. It was uh, it was funny because when I was building it, I, it took me probably six months to get it put together. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of attached to a lot of the photos. Yeah. I look at them and I'm like, well, how do I choose this one or I that one? Or yeah, yeah, I, yeah. How do I pick? And so I, I laid out the the website itself first, the structure, the pages, mm -hmm. and I started with a few photos and the information and all the important stuff. And then selecting the photos was something I did over the course of a couple of months, slowly building each page mm -hmm. carefully with the photos that felt right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was it, it was uh, a little bit challenging because sometimes I get frustrated with <laughs> the process, <laughs> but when I finished, I was really... Yeah. I felt like it was a, a good reflection of what I do. Yeah, I thought it looked amazing. I know you sent me the links, and I was like, wow, this like, this is good. You're not left wondering. You know Thank what I you. mean? Some places you're just kind of like, well, I only got a glimpse, but you definitely see the whole picture of what you want to portray. Thank you. And for our listeners and viewers, where can they find you at? You can find me at www.doubletakeportraits.com or you can just type in Double Take Photography Boise and I'll pop up. And we'll link that with when the episode's posted. We'll link it with it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. One of the things I wanted to tell you that I love about what I do is when you look at my images, that's not about me. It's about... I push a button. Mm -hmm. My subjects or my the people that I'm photographing, they give me that image. That's something that they, it's a gift that they give to me. Yeah. The, the equipment is all part of that equation, but it's up to me to find that right moment, that right emotion within them. Mm -hmm. it's, it's literally something that they are giving to me and I'm showing and they're trusting it. you they're trusting yeah. me they're giving me that and then I'm showing them what they what they are mm. and, yeah. and and that's that's cool it's a really wonderful thing because it's a collaborative process yeah it's not not necessarily the, all the weights on you at that point no. it's just you're sharing the responsibility with the people who want the photos taken of them. yes so that's cool have you always did you was that your first name that you came up with was double take photography when you started it or yeah. did you have other names? No, no? I always, I always, I don't know why. I think that was the name that just stuck. I thought yeah. it was kind of fun. Excuse me, allergies. Oh, go ahead. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it just. Um, I thought it was kind of fun and catchy, and I, yeah. I just never changed it. Yeah, I, I like it. it. No, I love it. It's great. It fully represents it because you do double take on your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're making me blush just a little bit. I'm ah. serious. I was showing my parents, and we're like, these are amazing. Like you. I yeah. was I was I very was impressed. Problem. I knew you were good at taking pictures, but like you're really good at taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have really good subjects. Let's yeah, put it that we way. are like so excited that you're going to take our pictures. I am very excited yeah. too. So, what's the future look like for double take photography? What's um, your What's your next thing? Or how are you? So, I yeah. love doing where I'm at. I'm really enjoying mm -hmm. this phase, but there's okay. always room for other ventures. Sure. And I feel like the thing that I'd really like to dabble with next is maybe starting a different kind of a blog. And I would love mm. to do something like what you're doing here, where you're interviewing different mm -hmm. people. Yeah. I would like to meet different people locally that are interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe people I know, maybe people I don't know. 
and take some real candid raw photos of them in their natural environment and hear their story that'd be mm. really cool and then you could write a story on them yes because like, you said you like to write i do and have a blog where you take these amazing candid photos of them and then you can this is what they do this is where they've been like right. i totally would like that's, stuff like that yeah i think that's my next the next thing that i would love to explore uh i've always been so focused on getting you know, these photos done, these photos edited, edited <laughs> the, 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 yeah. the wheel of that. But I would like to pursue something more for fun. Sure. But that also could be really interesting to others. And yeah. she, I love I love hearing other people's stories. I've learned a lot from other people sharing things, life experiences with yeah. me. And I think that a lot of that life experience can be valuable when shared with others. So I think that'll be my next project. It's something I want to start probably in the spring. That's awesome. And yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been like having this. I feel like I'm so much more involved in the community and know so many more people like on a much deeper level. Just that's because really. I love that you yeah. guys are doing that because this is a small community and we need to be connected. Yeah. Mm, I agree. 100%. And there's so many interesting people in this community. They all do their own thing to be involved and to build and all that stuff. And the, and there are so many fascinating stories that you would never know if you didn't have that conversation. Yep. Mm, yeah, I agree. I mean, almost like the people of Nyssa, if you will, or something yes. like that. And you knew I've sat down and talked about it over a glass of wine yes. one night and it was awesome to hear you talk about it. And, by all means, I'd absolutely love to help you make that happen, whether it's you using the studio to get that interview from them mm -hmm. or any help at all. Like, please let me know. I sense a collaboration impending. I can hear it. Yeah. That local life and Gene, <laughs> double take photography. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> I like that. I can see it. Yeah. No, I think that'd be really cool. And I think that's something that's needed. Yeah, right? I like, agree. I mean, even even just outside of, of Nyssa, and you got Ontario, you got Vale, you got... Uh, I got fur, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Brought our dogs got, to the podcast. Yeah, you got Homedale. You got you got all sorts of little towns. John Day, John Tura. You just little towns that people just don't know about or don't know the people inside those towns. So just and there's a lot of interesting people that live around here, right? There so. really are. And one of the things that so I'm also a bartender at Bob's. Yeah. In Nyssa, and I get a chance to visit with a lot of interesting people when they come in. Yeah. And. I think that was another thing that really made me want to go down this venue was sure. I, as a bartender, get to hear a lot of fascinating life stories from yeah. people. Sure you do. And it made me, there's some stories that I think, man, I, I shouldn't be the only one knowing about this. Yeah. This is really cool. This person's lived a very interesting life. Mm -hmm. So I think that that also made me feel inspired after having so many fascinating conversations yeah. over the years with my regulars and new people mm -hmm. that I meet and all of mm -hmm. that, I thought that there would be an interest in, if I find that conversation interesting, maybe someone else would too. Oh yeah, Absolutely. for sure. And it's not a conversation you have every day. So no. I mean, there's people that come into the store. I've seen them, I've known them, but then we have them on the podcast and I'm like, there's a lot more to you than yes. the ICs, you know? They become a completely different person. Oh yeah. When you see them. Mm -hmm. Almost just rather than just a face, you're like, oh wow, I know your life basically yes. so I, I just you connect on a deeper level you do that's cool 
Yeah. And so if you can share that story on a deeper level with other people, then it's almost like they get to know them too without having to actually meet them. If yes. You will. Yes. Yeah. And also I love it if, you know, with certain types of conversations, I love finding little nuggets of wisdom, <laughs> yeah. inspiration, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like it would be a good opportunity if I were able to start doing something like this that maybe there should be could be some great information oh, yeah. that come yeah. along with that little that interesting image in this that I think story. it's a great idea. Just the connections alone that come from it. Like yes. they know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody mm. that knows somebody that could lead to something bigger, right? Mm. You know, and I love or that. a different avenue, which yes. is cool. And so. connection starts with one one little trail that goes branches out and it's then so another true. and the the more you know, like those seeds just yep. keep they, growing. They yeah. grow. They grow, and that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, community connect. Oh yeah, we've definitely, like I said, figured that out with the podcast. We've made a lot more connections than we ever had, more friends than we've ever had. You know, isn't that what's beautiful? About I love life? it. I love yeah, it. I love it so much. We absolutely love it. Growing, connecting, evolving. Yeah, I agree. Watching out for each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So. That is really neat, and I would really like to see that come about. So please work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. I fully support it. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Like, and if you need any help with that, like, let us know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep you two uh, informed. Yeah, on my definitely do. On that. We would love please. to help in any way yeah. we can. I yeah. already have a couple of people in mind that I'd love to chat with. Yeah. Hopefully, they'd be open to it. But it's something sure. that when the weather gets just a little bit warmer and I have a little more time people to work on it. out and about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the more people you interview and things like that, the more, like the more the word gets out, the more people start to get comfortable with it. Like, Oh, they did that. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it give a, a little yeah. courage and confidence. It's getting those yeah. first few. I mean, and that's what we noticed with doing the podcast was, uh, People were pretty nervous to come on at first, right? And, and it's not because of this. It's because of that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the, the camera. camera. I'm not going to lie. Fully. That is totally freaking me out. Yeah. yeah. It's the camera. <laughs> and yeah. so people being shy of the camera, like, that's where you're going to have those issues. You know that's what I mean? That's why I have but that just, long lens. Yeah. It's just getting over it. <laughs> if that camera was over there in the corner, I wouldn't be thinking right? about it. Instead I know. of pointing directly at you. Yeah. It's like, we're well, actually sometimes I working on a double too. angle thing or actually we're maybe might do a different table setup here. It's where we can actually have some better different angles with the cameras and stuff. But you know, yeah, for now, yeah, it's, it's very great. intimidating with them being right there. Yeah. For sure, I get it. I will say that's the one thing that's making you just a little bit nervous. But uh, if I didn't think about it, I'm here in the room it. with you yeah. two getting, getting a chance right. to have a yeah. great conversation. Yeah. It's, just a conversation. it's not this, it's that. <laughs> just a conversation. That's what we tell everybody that comes on. So yes. It's been fun. We love this journey that we're on. Yeah. I, I love fun. the journey that you two are on as well. Thanks. I love seeing your passion for the community, your interest in helping this area develop and grow yeah. into something that's going to be a thriving community yeah. for all of us. It has so here. much potential. It just it needs does. the little We have so many things push. out here that that can be utilized and not yeah. necessarily to make this place the next Boise, which I don't want no. to do. It's just no. It would help the people in the community just already. Help though. the people that people that live here. Maybe a few more people move in. We just have a small, thriving community that you can start a new business and you yes. can yeah. do some other things that, and then you will survive and grow and prosper, mm-hmm. rather than starting something and just falling apart because you don't have support behind you. You yeah, don't have exactly the people here, and you then you end up with a ghost town. So, and that's what we, you know the ghost town thing. That's without 
without new ideas, new blood, and yeah. that that's how towns die. That drive. It's a that, very real possibility, they dry right? Up. It's it is, and it's something that I I worry about for this community. But I also see people like you and others that are passionate about keeping it alive yeah and that's very important we've definitely seen that there are a lot of people that do want that change and that Mm -hmm. do think the same way we do a lot of people just don't have the confidence or the courage to speak up about it right you know what i mean and i think this podcast has kind of opened up a door for something like that for a lot of people which is what we need it is what we need and by you two taking the courage to speak out and others taking the courage to to take action, mm-hmm. then that gives inspiration to others mm-hmm. to step forward and say, hey, yeah. I want to be a part of this. This is something that I can see being a good thing. Yeah. How can I help? And that's how it starts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then but you have to take the leap, and that's the scary thing. It is. Oh, I fully get so it. He's scary. the lead taker. I'm like the person that's like, we shouldn't do that. But look we at you. Take it. Look at you too. <laughs> she picks up the pieces <laughs> that I leave behind. Well, I do. I'm usually like ten feet back, but I'll get there eventually. Well, <laughs> that sounds like a really. It's a great dynamic. A good dynamic for yeah. both of you because I make the messes, she cleans them up. <laughs> <laughs> but you're both having a good time, right? Yeah, we're having yeah. a great time. Yeah, we love it. Yep. Yeah. It's Life good. is an adventure and that's one of the beautiful things about it. You never know what's gonna happen it's next. So true. And you don't yeah. wanna get to the your older ages and be like, Wow, I should have done this, this and this. Shoulda, exactly. woulda, coulda. Yeah, you yes. might as well just do it and then if it doesn't end up working, well try at least again. you know now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When something when you get stagnant or something stops you there's always another channel that you can pass through yeah and the the problem is a lot of times and i've been guilty of this myself i feel stuck i don't move Mm -hmm. that's when i stop being effective it's a lot easier to sit and be afraid than it is to take the leap and keep moving forward yeah and you don't always guilty of that that. you don't always realize that though when you're sitting there no you don't because you take comfort in just the isolation of oh i'm not having to face this mm-hmm. yeah and facing it is like ripping off a band-aid it's <laughs> scary yeah. and it's yeah but once you come out on the other side yeah you're a it much you better heal. person yeah and it helps you grow mm-hmm. oh yeah it does. And that's important it does so yeah. the f- the scary stuff sometimes you just have to go through you just have to dive in and go through yes yeah. and come out advice. on the other side and it's very true it's an adventure either way yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean why not try something and rather than just sit around being stuck is no fun. It's not. And that's not, not our fun. purpose here on on this planet. We we're not meant to stay stuck. We we happiness and joy and comfort and all of those wonderful things are Yeah. We I need agree. that in our life. Oh yeah. And Fearfully. if you're stuck you can't you can't enjoy it. And if you stop mm-hmm. moving, you're gonna stop receiving that. Well, yes. The earth is always rotating, so why not? Why, so why shouldn't we be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. It just makes a lot of sense. To me anyway. I think so too. I'm, I think so, but I'm definitely still learning to actually like, my brain knows it, but my feet kind of like stagger. (laughs) You're doing great. (laughs) I think we're all doing the best. As long as you do the best you can, you're going to find your path. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll stumble across it one way, shape, or form. Intention is everything. If you have good intentions and you want good things to happen for yourself and other people, that counts for a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm, I agree 100%. I think it's very good advice. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yes, thank you. It's awesome. What other things are you working on that you want to share, or what, or do you have anything else to share with us today? Well, I've been working on some art projects. Mm -hmm. That's been really fun. I love to paint. 
And that's another thing that I'd like to do a little bit more of. Uh-huh. I love giving paintings and drawings as gifts. It's always ah. fun to see a sparkle in, yeah. in a friend's eye when, yeah. I, when I give them something that I made. Sure. So that's, that's been a lot of fun uh, doing that. It's been very therapeutic for me. Uh-huh. It's almost like a form of meditation in a way when you get sure. really dialed into something that you're creating and it's, it's enjoyable and it's fun yeah. and you're making something beautiful. That's, I think that's a pretty... Have you thought about advertising awesome. yourself like Etsy? Things like that? I've thought a little bit about it. Um, I feel like I want to create a few more pieces as gifts yeah. before so that I can get a feel for what direction I want to go with mm-hmm. it. Sure. That's fair. But uh, eventually I wouldn't mind doing that. I don't... My motivation for art is more self-expression. Mm-hmm. But then again, if if someone liked what I was doing and they thought that it was something that would be... Well, there's always someone out there that likes, likes what, you, what you're doing. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of how many people, right? Right, right. So I guess I have a lot of side projects that I'm <laughs> contemplating. But <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> Me too. A little bit at a time. One, yeah. you know, you, you give attention to... Yes. One thing at a time, exactly. a little bit here, a little bit there, and it all adds up. Yeah, you're get, going to get busy here soon, too, with the summer season and yes. your photography. So. Yes, and that's going to be a fun a fun season for me. Mm-hmm. I have awesome. a really nice wedding season shaped up. I'm very excited yes. about Yay. the clients that I have. That's and awesome. I can't wait to create some beautiful memories. How exciting. Yes. So exciting. <laughs> okay, I have one final question that Absolutely. I want to ask you before we kind of wrap things up here. Okay. What's the one impact that you want to have on the community? Love. I want everyone to feel love. I want them to feel worthy and special and that they have potential to do great things that's amazing that's awesome and you can tell you want that from the pictures you take Thank you can the really you take and the way you are and the way you yeah. treat people just your aura when you come in mm-hmm. the store you're just a whirlwind of happiness <laughs> thank you it. yeah i am i am living in joy i have a i have a, a wonderful life and i'm very grateful for everything and everyone in it that's awesome mm, so amazing well everybody look for gene at double take photography Dot com. We will put links and all that stuff in yes, our bios check her for you guys out. to She's check out. Amazing. Thank she you. is amazing. As Jerry. are you. Mm. Ah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on, Gene. This yeah. is episode twenty one. As always, folks. Keep it local. Keep it local. Thank you. <laughs>